more. You know, it just occurred to me, this question I'm about to ask you, I've never been asked myself. So if you don't mind, I'm going to listen in. All right, here we go. You ready? When was the last time you were in awe? I mean, awestruck. Can you recall any moment like that? And if so, what did it feel like? Better asked, how did you benefit from it? What happened to you in that moment of awe? Today on Illuminated Soul, we're going to take a look at some of the surprising benefits of awe. Did you know awe in the dictionary is described as an emotion? An emotion variously combining dread, veneration, and wonder that is inspired by authority or by the sacred or sublime or the grand or the extremely powerful or the like. <laughs> awe sounds pretty awesome. Avery Foley's article on awe that was featured in Answers Magazine revealed incredible findings. It reads, MRI brain scans show that feelings of awe shut down the brain's default mode network, an area thought to relate to our sense of self. This would explain why we feel like we lose a sense of ourselves in moments of awe. We become less aware of ourselves and more connected with those around us. Jonathan Haidt said this about awe. Awe is the emotion of self-transcendence. When was the last time you were in awe? The article I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast went on to state unique findings uh, regarding religious, spiritual, mystical experiences across uh, all religions. It found that they produce activity in the limbic system. That's our brain's emotional center and causes changes in our thalamus, the part of our brain that shapes our sense of reality. Awe changes our emotions and the way we see ourselves and the world around us. What? <laughs> that is That just blows my mind. I think I'm in awe at just sharing with you about, <laughs> about awe. Research shows that awe calms our fight-or-flight response, can improve or increase memory, focus, creativity, curiosity, even loving kindness towards others. It's been indicated that awe may also help stop us from ruminating on our problems and daily stressors. What a gift. There's a guy by the name of Dr. Paul Piff, University of California. About awe, he states, although often fleeting and hard to describe, awe serves a vital social function. By diminishing the emphasis on the individual self, awe may encourage people to forego strict self-interest to improve the welfare of others. When experiencing awe, you may not, egocentrically speaking, feel like you are at the center of the world anymore at that moment. <laughs> oh my goodness. And maybe you're thinking, oh, that's so nice and, you know, uh, mystical and way up there in the stratosphere. But come on, how do I experience awe? Bring it down. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, my, my first hunch is I would say what's really important about awe is to be ready for it. Expect to behold awesome things, which means you can create experiences that leave you in awe. It's believed that Albert Einstein said there are two ways to live. You can live as if nothing is a miracle. You can live as if everything is a miracle. The most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. He went on to state, it is the source of all true art and all science. He to whom this emotion is a stranger who can no longer pause to wonder and stand wrapped in awe is as good as dead. His eyes are closed. 
And here's what I believe to be true. Everything is truly mysterious and awe-inspiring. We've just, by and large, become a little dull <laughs> to it, you know? Familiarity with any great thing removes our awe of it. Quoting L. Frank Baum, who wrote The uh, Wonderful Wizard of Oz. I want to say that again. Familiarity with any great thing removes our awe of it. I don't know about you, but I've just become familiar with a bunch of stuff that is really awesome. So why not become like kids? Let's become like children and enter. Let's pull the curtain back. Getting a little more practical. Deb Dana, coordinator of the Traumatic Stress Research Consortium in the Kinsey Institute, states that we are hardwired to experience awe from nature, art, and music in particular. Isn't that wonderful? So you've got K-Love helping you experience that. You've got all the art that you either create or see in your home, you know, everywhere. I think everything is art. I think everything is music. And then you have nature, which it's all interrelated, right? No wonder we love watching sunrises and sunsets and rainbows and, and snow and beautiful misty rain and fog and the birds and the animals. I mean, it's all around us. And you, you have those moments. Here's a true story. Happened this morning. I had the uh, patio doors open. It was a cool morning in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, I was just enjoying it around 6 a.m., and uh, all of a sudden, a bird flies in my home and just sits right on the door handle, which is now inside my home, and I just stopped. All of a sudden, I wasn't tired. You know, I, I, I wasn't groggy. I was just wide awake. My eyes, and I, ha- I noticed I had a smile on my face as this bird was in my house singing for about 10 seconds. And then flew away. It was that quick moment of awe. And all of a sudden, I forgot me. I was just outside of myself watching this beautiful, awe-inspiring, awesome moment. And I realized, oh my goodness, I was experiencing the benefits of awe right there. Courtesy of God and nature. Now, speaking of God, yes, I could share many scriptures about awe. I'm just going to share 73. Number one. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm just going to share two with you. Uh, Psalm 65, 8. They who dwell in the ends of the earth stand in awe of your signs. You make the dawn and the sunset shout for joy. There it is, the sunset. Psalm 29, 2. This is the Passion Translation. Be in awe before his majesty. Be in awe before such power and might. Come worship wonderful Yahweh, arrayed in all his splendor. Wow. You and I get, we get to do that as sons and daughters of God. Anyone who puts his or her trust and love in and on Jesus gets plugged in to experience this incredible awe of Yahweh, of Jesus Christ, his kingdom. And then, of course, there's the classic hymn. Do you know which one I'm going to, you're right, I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to share the words with you. You are beautiful beyond description. Yeah, that one. Too marvelous for words, too wonderful for comprehension. Like nothing ever seen or heard, I stand, I stand in awe of you. I hope you're encouraged. I hope maybe you're, you have some different colored glasses on today after listening to this podcast about awe. You and I are hardwired for awe. Let's choose to stand in awe of God and life, to behold with awe everything. What if we do that? We just behold everything with awe, by choice, from the acorn to the mountain, from dish soap bubbles, dryer lint, and the electric bill to stars, babies, easy to ignore squirrels and brown birds and even shoelaces. 
We just decide to be in awe. For as French novelist Marcel Proust said, the real voyage of discovery consists of not in seeking new landscapes, but in having new eyes. So, may God continually give you and me new eyes. That's my prayer. Until next time, I'm Craig. Let your friends know about this podcast, Illuminated Soul, and a host of awesome others at accessmore.com. 